Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the first season of Written and Directed By. Uh, in this podcast, we are going to be talking about your favorite filmmakers and storytellers and the entire filmography that they have. So I am Lex and I'm here with Bradley. Say hi to the people, Bradley. Hello, people. Happy to be here. This is uh, going to be exciting. Yeah, I know. Um, we both love movies so much, so we just kind of wanted to talk about them, watch them, get have an excuse to just dive into a director's entire body of work, which is kind of daunting. I don't know. How do you feel about it? You know, it's not, I don't think it's going to be, hopefully it's not going to be as bad as we're expecting because I think <laughs> uh, we specifically chose writer directors and not just writer or director right. because, you know, uh, you know, uh, for example, our first, uh, our, you know, our first season is going to be about Quentin Tarantino and it's, you know, currently only has nine films. So, yeah. um, well that he's written and directed, obviously he's got those couple that he just wrote and didn't direct. So, um, yeah. And at some point we might explore more directors who are just directing, but for now we do really want to focus on the ones who are writing and directing and are just so heavily involved in the storytelling process. Because that's always been my favorite. Like, that's always been fascinating to me. Um, as much as I have, you know, the utmost respect for just people who just write screenplays and people who just direct and who do one thing very well, it's really cool to see someone who can tackle both of these things, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because there's people who I, um, like, certain directors that I very much admire like david fincher um not a writer at all uh, as far as i know i don't think he's i don't yeah i don't think so i don't think he's a writer but man he's a definitely a hell of a director and somebody who's only got like yeah he might also only have like 10 or 12 films under his belt too which is which is crazy we uh, might i mean we might have talked about him at some point just because oh, he's man. so brilliant yeah, but he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty high up on my favorite director's list that is for sure yeah me too. I also think he's one of those one of those guys that, um, with the exception of he directed Alien Three, right? But that wasn't even him. Like that was like he was dealing with the studio and he kind of came in last minute and yeah. it was his first film. I, I really don't think that man has made a bad movie. Um, I have never seen Mink or Benjamin Button. Um, Benjamin Button is a great movie. I know it, it's like it, a thing that people make fun of, but I did really like that movie. I thought it was a very beautiful kind of like if you like Forrest Gump, I think you'll like that movie. Yeah, it just wasn't something that really piqued my interest, really. <laughs> um, but now that I'm trying to be a completionist with like my favorite directors, um, mm -hmm. that's, you know, luckily, again, luckily he's only got a couple I haven't seen. Um, yeah. So. Um, and I haven't seen Mank either. I need to watch that at some point. I think he's so, got a new one coming at the end of the year on Netflix, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you said before, this first season, we are going to be tackling Quentin Tarantino's films. Um, I really feel like he is one of those directors. He's the perfect one to start with because he's one of the first really big, in my opinion, really big writer-directors to break through the mainstream and become a huge part of the cultural zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you know, there have all, like, there have definitely been writer-directors before that, but him, you know, even just putting that 
on the screen written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. That's like, it's a, it's very much associated with him in a big way. Um, I'm, I'm excited to do it, but I just kind of wanted to, you know, in this introductory episode, we kind of wanted to introduce ourselves and then talk about what we think we're going to get from this. So I would say first things first, what, um, what do you expect to like get from the podcast? Like, do you think you're going to see his films in a new light? Do you think it's just going to be a fun rewatch of your favorites? What are you thinking going into it? Yeah, I think specifically with, specifically with Quentin, um, Mm -hmm. it's just going to be fun to just kind of do, you know, deep dive conversations into his movies because I've seen all of them. uh, God multiple times like so i've seen every single one so many times you have seen um, all of them oh yeah. you've seen all of his films i have um, not which we um, learned as we were talking about this in prep yeah i i remember going with my my because whenever i would go visit my my grandma like over the summer um you know since i was a kid she always had to put up with whatever terrible kid movie i wanted to go <laughs> see or whatever and then there was one one time when she was like today we're gonna go see what i want to see and i was like okay and we went to go see Pulp Fiction, not the oh best thing. Oh my god! How I was old were you? Five or six when that came out. Oh wait, no. When did it come out? Ninety three or ninety four? Ninety four. So I was six. Because <laughs> um, Reservoir came out in ninety two. So yeah, oh two god, years later, he two year gap. Not bad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was only six. Uh, <laughs> I, obviously, I didn't like. Obviously, not everything landed. But even by then, I was already watching movies that no six year old should probably be watching or understanding. So I mean. while everything wasn't landing for me i was still very interested i was like man what is you know like all these people are so fascinating to watch um yeah i was also watching them way too young but my first tarantino film was kill bill volume one and that came out when i was 11 years old so okay uh, man that's a hell of a start (laughs) yeah that was what i started with and it's and as of going into this podcast that is still my favorite tarantino film um yeah i still claim that pulp fiction is probably my favorite movie just because i I, it just every time i watch it it's always it's always an experience and i i feel like i experience it differently every time and i mean not there's not very many movies you can say do that for you Um, yeah i really wonder if he's one of those like the first film you see is usually your favorite um it it, you know what it does kind of seem that way uh and not to not to put it down because I really love it, but I feel like maybe starting off with something like I don't know, maybe something like Jackie, or maybe starting with like Jackie Brown or Reservoir Dogs probably won't be your favorite, but you're still gonna be like, oh well, I am very interested to see you know what mm-hmm. else he's done. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had not going into this. I have not seen um, Jackie Brown or the Grindhouse movie. Oh man, um, those are the only ones if I remember correctly that I haven't seen. Yeah, Jackie Brown is the one I've seen the least amount of times, um, but I did mm-hmm. revisit it recently, like before we even talked about this, uh, talked mm-hmm. about doing this. Um, but yeah, it's 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 funny because it's one of those things where everybody, you know, he comes out with Pulp Fiction and everybody's like, man, what is, what kind of crazy movie is he going to do next? He did the opposite of crazy. He did a very subdued, mm-hmm. you know, n- n- crime noir movie. <laughs> That's like one of his least successful films, right? Like, I feel like that that one kind of... Yeah, it it definitely didn't do um, the business or the word of mouth that Pulp yeah. Fiction did. But I mean, he made it for very cheap, and I'm sure that it still mm-hmm. made money. But yeah, nowhere near what uh, 
Pulp Fiction yeah. did. Um, and we'll and we'll go deeper into that, like you know, the behind the scenes and everything of that as we move into that episode of the podcast. Um, but yeah. yeah, so we're gonna go through the films in chronological order of when they were released. So we will be starting with Reservoir Dogs. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get into this. I'm hoping. Honestly, like a big part of me is also hoping that this will be an inspiring podcast, that it will be, you know, inspiring as like a writer, um, as a person who loves to create things. I, you know, I like to, I always love watching movies, television, everything. So the idea of taking the time to sit down with a movie, I've never done a movie podcast. I've only done TV shows on podcasts. So Mm -hmm. The idea of this is the full story and we cover it in one episode is really nice. I like the idea of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And, and I'm another big thing. I mean, just in the grand scheme of it all, uh, I'm I'm hoping to, you know, complete certain people's filmographies that I haven't yeah. seen all the way through um, and maybe find those hidden gems in certain ones that I haven't seen. Um yeah, hopefully one season we will um, tackle some Studio Ghibli films, and you'll actually watch those. <laughs> I know i I shouldn't need I shouldn't have a, a reason to watch them other than I just need to. But yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. There there have been times where I'm certain movies or stuff pops up, and I'm like, man, I've always wanted to see that, and then mm-hmm. gonna finally cover it for a podcast or something. It's like, man, I didn't need a reason. I should have just done it already. I know, uh, but it's it's hard, especially like you know, I like I said, I love TV shows too. So you get wrapped up in a TV show, or you know, you only have so many hours during the day. So to have a reason to you know every other week sit down and talk about a movie, and you know, take the time to sit down and watch that movie, that's fun. Like that's awesome. Hmm. Um, and, 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 um, we're not going to be doing this, uh, entirely alone. We're going to have people sprinkled along the way who, who those films, um, you know, meant a lot to them and will, you know, give us some more insight on why it was, you know, personal for them. And, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's gonna be very fun to, to bring in, uh, friends, colleagues, and, you know, just fellow film, film nerds and, you know, hear their opinion on it too. Yeah, definitely. Talking, talking about movies. It's fun. It's the best. It's yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, I this is this is the third podcast I've ever created <laughs> on like on my own. Um, first one didn't go for very long. I just talked about just random nerdy shit. Uh, the I have one currently going, um, which you have also guested on. Uh, it is called Be Your Scary Best. We cover a horror movie every week. Um, mm-hmm. Currently on some episodes somewhere in the 150s at this point. Um, yeah, which is, which is insane. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Um, I have hosted. I've hosted several podcasts. I've been guest on some of them. Uh, you know, people listening to me now might know me from uh, Capeside Chats, which was a Dawson's Creek podcast that I did with uh, the Ravens co-host Simon. Uh, Simon has expressed interest in coming on this show, so we're going to try to get him on. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I also do Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, which we're approaching about 200 episodes of that podcast. Yeah. yeah we've been doing it for a while now. Um, but that's like, you know, a conversation every week type of format. We're not really discussing specific things and getting into detail like we do on this show. Um, mm-hmm. We're planning on doing so. This is going to be a different, nice little change of pace. Yeah. And I mean, this isn't entirely different from what I'm already doing, 
but we are going to whereas uh, on on my be your scary best podcast we are we're kind of assuming you're either revisiting it or you haven't seen it so we go into mm-hmm. great uh right. detail on the plot like we it's we basically talk about talk through the movie from beginning to end um whereas mm-hmm. here um we're gonna assume you're you've already seen it and you're just here to appreciate yeah. it um so we will get in depth on the details of the movie not necessarily yeah yeah we want to talk more about the filmmaking and the story and the you know our own thoughts on it as a viewer and we'll give you like a recap of it so you know it's ideal if you watch the movie before coming to our podcast but you know if you've seen it before you'll be okay we'll give you a little refresher and then we'll get into the details yes yes exactly um so yeah, and I want to say we are going to be doing an episode every other week. Yes, that yes. is the plan as of now. Yeah, otherwise, man, a season is going to be done in uh, like a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <If that. laughs> yeah, we will be putting out two episodes a month. That is the plan, or yeah. every other week. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, so that means this first one will be, what, oh God, five, almost five months. Yeah, um, who knows, maybe That's we'll wild. be super duper i doubt it who knows we'll be super duper lucky and the 10th quentin film will come out by then which i highly <laughs> i think they like just barely even are like starting pre-production on it as of right now uh what is today april 9th yeah 2023 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't even know they were starting production on it i thought he was still on the writing stage you know it's funny too because i watched he was on a podcast um i watched it about a month ago and by that time i think it was already like two or three three months old, something like mm. that. And, uh, the person was asking him like, Oh, so you are, you are stopping at 10. He goes, yeah. He goes, that's still the plan stopping at 10. He goes, and what's the next movie about, uh, any ideas? And he goes, Nope. Haven't even thought about it. Not a, not a word has been written. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's either telling the truth or he's just, uh, you know, playing the card really close to his chest or something. So, uh, but then again, who knows? He probably could have banged out that script in five days. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be very prolific. And I know he wants to get, he wants to like get into plays, I think right next and then write, continue writing novels. If I'm not mistaken. He does want to do novels. Uh, he did say on that podcast, he had, he wrote an entire eight episode TV series and they're shopping that around. That's all he oh, said. Fuck. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even think about him going into television. Uh he did say he had like a couple, two or three scripts written for that TV series that was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so just for just for fun, he wrote two yeah. or three episodes and he's like, you know, maybe we'll do something with that. Maybe we won't. But yeah, he didn't say what that other TV series was. He says, I've got eight scripts all completed. We're just shopping around for a place to start it all. I was like, Jesus. Any place that doesn't take that. Like there should be a bidding war for that. Because- oh, I guarantee there will be. <laughs> Love it, love him or hate him. And look, there might be some people listening to this who do not like Quentin Tarantino. And that's totally cool. Like, if you do not like his movies, I understand that. We'll talk about things like that. Because, you know, even just reading about the trivia and doing research on Reservoir Dogs, I saw criticism of this film, you know, mm-hmm. for various things. And, uh, but like, love him or hate him, he has a huge cultural impact. And he has made such a big mark on filmmaking and you kind of can't deny his influence in my opinion yeah uh borderline every movie he does uh 
works its way into pop culture in some mm-hmm. form or another. Um, you know, some things are minor, some things are huge. Like, yeah, there's, there, yeah, there's definitely no denying his impact. Um, his movies definitely aren't for everybody because of the, they're very talky and uh, hyper stylized and borrow from so many genres and influences. But um, and that's, that's a criticism he's faced as well. We'll get into that in more detail later too. Mm-hmm. And that's what's always been. That's what I've always liked is, I mean, yeah, there is, like I said, there's criticism. There's a fine line between, is it an influence or are you just straight up ripping people off? Right. Uh, you know, so, um, but that's another reason why I really like Edgar Wright is like his, um, his movies are very, uh, almost the same thing. He pulls from so many genres and places mm-hmm. of movies and people that he's loved. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it almost feels like that was bound to be a natural evolution in storytelling and filmmaking right because you can Mm -hmm. you can only tell so many stories you can only do so many things and eventually pop culture is going to be so accessible to us that it's going to permeate everything we do so you know quentin tarantino grows up in a different world than you know the directors a generation before him where he can go to a video store and rent every fucking movie in there he can watch everything (laughs) whereas before that you had to go to the movie theater and see it and then it was gone forever you know so it's just that's going to change the way that you make movies that you tell stories and now you know we'll see that now with new generations of filmmakers it's going to change again Uh, and it's a really interesting transition and that's why i feel like like i said quentin kind of marks the beginning of something different you know when it comes to um filmmaking for you know independent filmmaking and for just a new generation of filmmakers yeah definitely and and i mean our art i mean the the title of our podcast is kind of perfect for our idea but beside that um it like you said it works so well for him like when you go watch one of his movies and you know you get to the end credit and it starts off written and directed by quentin tarantino mm-hmm. it just feels it feels like an event every single time yes um i agree you know, and, and so that's, that's what we're hoping. That's one of the things where I feel like we're, you know, we're hoping to accomplish with this as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm so excited to get into it. Uh, and we we're going to, what was it next, next week, week after we will see you guys with, uh, Reservoir Dogs. So is there anything you're thinking going into this first film? Anything you want to share with the class before we log off? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I am really excited to talk about that one in depth because I feel like that is, um, not, uh, not underrated, but I feel like one of his lesser talked about movies because I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you've got Kill Bill, you've got Django, and things like that where you know those are, you know, those were just phenomenons of the time. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, no, I'm just interested to talk about this one in depth, especially because it's, uh, you know, pre big budget Quentin movies or things like that. So it's going to be nice to talk about the, the, the littler of his movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Making a, a smaller, more gritty independent film is, I mean, versus now, you know, he's got the biggest stars in the world in his movies and everything like that. it's completely different. Yeah. Um, and if, you know, if, if anybody's interested and they, they haven't seen the movie and they are curious, uh, it, it at, at, the time of recording, uh, April mm-hmm. 2023, uh, it is streaming on Netflix right now. If if uh, you've never seen it and want to get on that, that is that is probably the easiest way to go about it right now. Yeah, and we recommend watching it, obviously. If you have the time or you want to, 
try watching the movie beforehand. Because what the hell? Watch a movie. Don't just go on Netflix, look at a bunch of movie options, and then turn it off like we all do. I know. Problem of uh, problem of choice or, or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, too many, too many <laughs> options. Just go watch Reservoir Dogs and then come back and join us while we dive into the filmography of Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. All right, all right so- everyone. So we will see you next week with the first episode of Written and Directed By. We thank you for joining us. Bye.